Yeah, baby. Happy Tuesday, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And, well, we're working on decade number three, one of the longest running shows in radio, talking about the Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Talking about legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Talking about the greatest ripoff of wealth in the history of the world. And it's happening to us. It's happening right now. Day in, day out, and it's been happening since 1971. You know what I'm talking about. You know what what a show I've got for you today. You better sit back, relax, strap on that seatbelt, because you have not been on a ride like this before. We've got it all. I got it all broken down for you. I got video clips. I got articles. I got stats. I got graphs. I got pie charts. You think I'm selling you a 401k. But no. Talking about gold and silver. You know, the thing that's been money since before Jesus. Right? The only thing. And guess what, folks? It's going to be money again real soon. Matter of fact, I've got another major announcement from the most important central bank in the world. And no, I'm not talking about Jay Powell. Not talking about the U.S. Federal Reserve, because they are no longer the most important central bank in the world. They want to think they are. Oh, no. We're going to talk about debt. I know we always do, but we're going to talk about your debt, our debt, household debt. There's one form of debt that is less. We got three. There's four forms of debt. Okay, and I said there's a lot more than that, but they put them into four buckets for households. Three of them. Hit all-time record highs. One of them hit a four-year low. I'm going to give you that. And you know what? It's actually exactly along the lines of what we're talking about. We are getting ripped off. The wealth of the bottom 90% is vanishing. and, and I, I talk, It's like invasion of the body snatchers. But instead of bodies being snatched up, it's our wealth. So excited. What a great show we got. We're going to have just a great show. Listen, yesterday we ran great specials yesterday. I've got them again. Wendy and I were on the phone today. We were able to reload. You know what is so funny is we are going to run a special today, and then before we could even get on the air, we, we sold it. So we, we placed a few more phone calls, uh, and I'm going to give it to you now because I don't want to interrupt. Listen, get your get ready. Get off your backsides and start getting prepared because you know what? You're behind. I was going to tell you, you're behind. 
very possible with the news that I'm going to give today. Do not be surprised if we have gold deficits. And I'm going to say starting this year and going I don't know how long. But I have still have some $20 liberties. We ran them yesterday. Thirteen eighty five, ten or more, thirteen seventy five, and you got gold. You got what? Gold's up a couple bucks right now. On the silver side, this one's getting a little skinny now. We are running quarters and dimes yesterday. Here's what we got left. We've got left fifteen one five fifteen rolls of quarters. At $125. On the dimes, I will say this. I actually had more dimes than, you know, in our little uh, vault back here in, in Phoenix. We, we have some stuff laying around. I was digging out there. So I, I, I found a few more, but we we had 100 rolls of dimes yesterday. We got less than, we, I'll say 50. I don't want to go any more than that because I, I know I got some. But 50 rolls of dimes at 62.50. 15 rolls of quarters at 125 that puts your cost at less than two of a like a dollar 75 over spot so 800-951-0592 when we get back i'm gonna have one of wall street's own come out and tell you about how they've stolen from all of us it's incredible what's even more you know because i knew that it was how much How little 90% of the United States actually has. How little they actually have. So when you're thinking about putting all of these things together, the one thing the bottom 90% has is debt. The one thing they don't have is wealth. We'll break it all down for you. Oh, and. Something back when I was growing up that you would call a commune (laughs) is now possibly the only way for married people to buy houses in these outrageous markets in the West. I'll tell you about that and a whole bunch more. Patriot Radio News Hour. Got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Uh, boy, I've just so many places to go. Uh, Italy now talking about not bringing their gold home. No, 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 no. Like like some of the others talking about taking it back from their own central bank. <laughs> Which, hey, you know, yeah. I mean, that gold wasn't the central banks; it was the people's. Just kind of like the gold sitting in Fort Knox. That was ours. Till they till they took it from us. The Chinese are buying again, ladies and gentlemen. They bought in December. They bought even more in January now. So they added 10 tons in December. 12 tons in January. And the buying continues. Remember, 2018, the biggest year of central bank gold buying since 1971. 
And China only bought once. That was December. Now with China buying and everybody else buying, looks like 2019 is going to be a new all-time record high since they shut the gold window. Boy, how quickly things have changed. Remember what? In the 90s, central banks were sellers, right? Because Alan Greenspan was the maestro. They had solved the problem of fiat money. The deficits were going to be paid off by 2010. And we are all going to be saved because all of the interest that we had to pay was going to be gone. And that way, Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid were going to be fine. It didn't happen. Now we're running. You know, people talk about this, and, and I take issue. The president needs to stop saying this is the greatest economy we've ever had because it isn't. It's not even close. It's the most debt we've ever had. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to focus in on the central bank stealing from all of us. They started when they took the gold away. Then they banned us from owning it for almost 40 years. Then they allowed for the debt markets, a.k.a. Wall Street, to victimize all of us. Right? We went off the gold standard in 1971. By the way, we hit the peak equality, if you will, in 1985. And it's gone down ever since. Today, we're going to listen to Tudor Jones. I know you guys are these great names. He's a big Wall Street elitist, you know, one of the richest guys, you know, in the country type stuff. He did an interview yesterday. Now, to be fair, he was trying to get people to buy his ETF, okay? So so you understand the context. But I want you to hear it from his own lips, what they've done to, to all of us. And you know what's so funny? Think about it. We hit peak equality 1985, gone down ever since. What, what happened? Oh, that's right. In the, what was it, 19, I think it was 1982 or 83, the 401K came into existence. Here's Tudor Jones. Play him, Ramon. Well, you have to realize when Milton Friedman said that, and he was always a hero of mine, that was in 1970. The top income tax rate had been 90%, had just come to 70. Wealth inequality was one-fifth of what it is today. So we were living in that semi-socialist state at that point in time. And so he was the kind of counterbalance to that. Uh, fast forward to where we are today, and we now have the highest wealth inequality in the history of this country. We've got literally half the country that can't raise $1,000 for a family emergency. We've got 35% of the wealth used to be owned by the 90% of the pop, lower, bottom 90% of the population in 1985. 
Today, the bottom 90% of the population owns 23% of the wealth, so they've lost a third, and that 12% has gone to the top 1%. So we've got, we've got a system that I think yeah. we all would agree is on the wrong track. You're going to share a slide with the people here that I think is fascinating. You, just Capital Firm, you're very involved with. You've helped Foundation. Found, foundation, mm-hmm. excuse me. You helped found. Right. Uh, has very different principles in maximizing shareholder return. You went to the American public, surveyed them, and they had very different values about what a corporation should be doing than maximizing shareholder return. They said 25% of, the, of what a corporation should be doing is making sure workers get fair pay and benefits. 20% say customer treatment and privacy are essential. Uh, products should be socially beneficial. 15% say, look at this, and good for the environment, 13%. I want to put up the next one because only uh, respondents felt that only about 9% of the real purpose of a company, 8%, excuse me, should be to maximize investor returns. That's the old Milton Friedman. Friedman said 100%. Your point is the American public is already socially responsible. But how do you get them to change the attitude? How do you go to a boardroom and investors and tell them, no, no, adopt this model. Don't adopt Milton right. Friedman. Well, well, so here are the facts. The facts are, since 2008, 92% of corporate profits have gone to shareholders. It's the exact photo negative of what the American public thinks a just company should do. So we've got this big disconnect between what the American public thinks and what uh, corporate boardrooms, the C-suite, are actually doing. Think about what he just said. First of all, 90%. So you take the poorest person in the country. All the way up to the guy that makes 90% more than everybody else. Well, makes more than 90% of all the other people. So from the guy that's the poorest to the guy that's what, like the, you know, in the just missing the 10% guy, right, of the wealthiest guy. I'm the 10.01% wealthiest person in the country. You only hold 23% of the wealth of this nation divided amongst 90% of us here's the even the the worst part the guy from 90 to 99% he only owns 33% <laughs> it's the top 1% that now has more wealth than everybody else in the history of the United States, going back to the Great Depression. See, this has happened before. It was called 1929 when it all came crashing down, and it's crashing down again. All the warning signs are there. Right? Look at today. Today, do you know, it's an old number, December job openings. Seven point something million. They're all part-time jobs. I I don't want to say all of them. 
right? You know, he had a million real jobs and six million. Hey, we want you to work part time, four hours a week. And you, you know what? We don't want you to work four hours a day. We want you to work from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Or we want you to work from midnight to 6 a.m. These are the jobs. All is they care about are themselves. Listen, the central bank that sits there and tells you they're fighting for us. They're not fighting for us. And I've been telling you this all along. They're fighting for their 1% buddies. And you know what? They're winning. They are winning. But I got news for you. See, they, they were winning before. And when... And you go, and it doesn't matter. Pick the country. Some of them, you know, you'll like Weimar Republic in Germany, right? It leads to, you know, anger, frustration. It leads to what? Far right and far left. What do we have here? I mean, really, when we talk about it, and both sides, Let, let's not kid ourselves. Trump is no better. The rhetoric and the language that they use is disgusting. Right? Even today, oh, we reached the deal. I hope they don't sign this border. It would have, that's not a deal. I don't know if you saw it. They, they committed. There was a group of Republicans and a group of Democrats trying to solve the border funding thing uh, and came back with this outrageously horrible number that nobody should approve, but I don't know. And trying to call that a great thing. Listen, we can't even get these people to sit down and do what's right for this country. Do you know how many Illegals are in beds in this country on any given day. 49,000 a day, any given day. That's a problem. I don't care who you are. How about, you know, speaking of problems, it's getting hard out there. The farm belt. Of course, they... You know, they, they talk about, hey, they, they led Trump to victory. A lot more than the Farm Belt led Trump to victory. Apparently, they're starting to have problems. And it's not just soybeans. Low price for corn. Low price for soybeans. Low prices pretty much for the majority of agricultural commodities. Got to love free trade, right? Right? Hey, you know what? People in Chile, they'll produce the same produce for a lot less. China's decision to purchase millions of soybeans was thought to be some relief. But remember that one, but I told you about that, right? That wasn't going to be, and it hasn't. According to the Wall Street Journal, the number of farmers filing for bankruptcy has climbed to the highest level in a decade. What? Well, my, I know it must be all soybean farmers because, you know, that's all they talk about. Filings for bankruptcies by commodities. Number one, not soybeans, wheat farmers. 
up 44%. Soybean farmers up 33. Corn up 32. Hogs up 25. Cattle up 25. Did you see that? That some of this legislation, this eco legislation, they wanted to make it illegal for you to own cattle. It's it's coming. I mean, this is the stuff that happens. It says that the bankruptcies in the three regions covering the major farm states has risen to the highest level since 2008. The Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, which includes Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, has doubled the bankruptcies in 2018 to com- compared to 08. So some of these places, they're just shattering records. The Eighth Circuit, which includes uh, states from North Dakota to Arkansas, bankruptcy swelled 96%. And then the Tenth Circuit, which covers Kansas and other states, well, that one's doing better. They're only up 59%. When you lift up the hood, listen, the outside looks real good. Then you lift it up, and the stench just starts coming out. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Today is the birthday of Abraham Lincoln, recognized as one of our greatest presidents. This gives us a good opportunity to pay tribute to Abe Lincoln's very clear understanding of the proper role of the Supreme Court and that its decisions are not the supreme law of the land. Abraham Lincoln challenged what is widely recognized as the Supreme Court's worst decision in history, the famous Dred Scott decision. The court ruled that blacks had no rights which the white man was bound to respect and did not even have the right to be citizens. The court also declared unconstitutional the congressional law that forbade slavery in most of the Western territories. The Dred Scott decision is a good example of the Supreme Court trying to decide public policy, and that is definitely not its role. Abraham Lincoln refused to accept the notion that the Supreme Court could set public policy, and he directly attacked the Dred Scott decision. Lincoln admitted that the court's ruling was personally binding on the man, Dred Scott. But Lincoln expressed the hope that the evil effect of this bad decision would be limited to that particular case, with the chance that it may be overruled and never become a precedent for other cases. Thus, Lincoln accepted judicial review as binding in one specific case, but he rejected judicial supremacy, the notion that the Supreme Court can legislate new laws for the nation, because that would abolish self-government and submit us to the rule of judges. Lincoln said, if we accept this concept, the people will have ceased to be their own rulers, having to that extent practically resigned their government into the hands of that eminent tribunal. Like Abe Lincoln, we should reject the notion that we can allow any eminent tribunal to legislate or make public policy. Laws and policies should be made by our elected representatives and certainly not by supremacist judges. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Can activist judges be stopped, or will they continue to overturn laws with no regard for the Constitution or the will of the people? Connect with us at phyllisschlafly.com to hear alerts on rulings made by never-elected supremacist judges and to share your viewpoint. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Gold's up to uh, silver. Uh, just getting ready, just turning positive here. Uh, the special again today, listen. The fact that gold, gold should be up about 30, 40 bucks today because China's buying again. They don't want it to happen. This is, we know, listen, they manipulate this thing and they're trying to whistle past the graveyard. Right? Oh, no, there's nothing to say. Stop. They're down up 200 points on, on a horrible deal that the president probably isn't going to take about a border fence. Cue the deer. We want to make sure the China headlines aren't in the news. You better get ready. $20 liberties. $13.85. 10 or more. $13.75. On the silver side, the best price per ounce deal I've got. I got a handful of quarter rolls, right? Those are $10 face value, the pre-1965 junk quarters at $125. That puts your price per ounce at like $17.48. Silver's $15.75. Super close to spot. I've got rolls of dimes as well. Same price per ounce. Makes a roll of dimes, uh, $62.50. 800-951-0592. Listen, pull your head out of your backside and realize what's happened. They fleeced us. I'd have been better off if they just want to put a gun to your face and stole all your money. Because at least then you would know who was robbing you. They're too smart for that. They just robbed us over decades. Since 1985. Pretty much since they put the 401k in our face. Told you it was the wor- maybe the worst Ponzi investment of all time. Look at what's happened to the 90% of us since the 401k. We've lost a third of our wealth. Right? Why? So they can get a stock price to go up. Why did they give China all the all their technology so they can get their stock price to go up? And I hate to say, wow, that tax cut's not looking so good, is it? If you got more money in your paycheck, boy, this was a cruel trick, wasn't it? Nobody really knew this. If you're one, you know, not everybody got more money in their check, but if you did, when you're filing for your your tax refunds this year, you're in for a surprise, right? Not only the, uh, what, average refund's down 8%. Uh, a lot of people that used to get a refund got to pay now because they got that bigger piece in their paycheck. 
but again, you know, this is always what they do. They give it to their billionaire buddies so they can buy back their own freaking stock. You know, let's finish with Tudor Jones talking about inequality. And I wish I could believe what he would like it to be, but it won't happen this way. Ramon, finish with Tudor Jones. You talk a lot about wealth inequality. Is there a connection here? Do you think if corporations address these issues and started adopting the kind of values you're espousing here, that that would help address the wealth inequality problem? Is, is there a connection here? Yeah, there, there's, clearly there's a connection. I think we've got a, a mania going on and buybacks and a mania going on in terms of shareholder premacy. It, it wasn't always this way, right? If we just go back to when I was a, a youngster, corporate pay, CEOs made 20 times that of the average line worker. So things have been different and can be different again. And if they're not, I'm really nervous about yeah. what the ultimate social consequences are in this country. Well, Senator Schumer and Sanders introduced a bill to limit buybacks recently. Right. Did you, do you support that? Well, I've, I've been talking with Senator Schumer on justness for over a year. Um, I don't know if I want to see a legislative, uh, a legislative outcome for this. I'd love to see this happen organically. If I was, and I'm not, if I was a director on a, on a public company or a private company, for-profit company, there's two questions I would ask before I even thought about shareholder buybacks, dividends, or anything. The first question would be, how many of my employees are not making a living wage? That's the, that's the first question that I would ask. The second one, if I were a director, I'd ask is, what are we doing to help local communities? What percentage charitable contributions going to the most needy in the place where we have customers? What are we doing? So in 1985, charitable contributions yeah. by companies were 2% of revenues. Today it's 1%. Why is that? I can tell you why. Because their stock price won't go up. Where's the media? Where were they? Bought off and paid for by the elite. Well, listen, who owns the media? Right? This is why you need to support people like us. Because we're the only ones telling you what really is happening out there. Oh, it's coming. I wish I could do a better job of telling you how bad it's going to be. By the way, consumer confidence, or I'm sorry, small business confidence. This is one of those soft numbers that Wall Street loved. They wanted to hide it today, along with China's gold buying again. Hide it, hide it, right? Talk about this horrible deal with, with the border fence. The lowest since before, uh, since before Trump got elected, things are changing quick. I know you don't want to hear it. Now let's talk about what the inequality has done. Consumer credit. Okay, that's a nice word of saying your debt. Consumer debt jumped a whopping twenty-two point five billion in November. Another $16.6 billion in December. And brought the total consumer debt to over $4 trillion 
for the very first time ever. There was something that was very, very interesting in the data, though. Student loans, all-time record high. We know that. Another huge ripoff. Thank you, Central Bank. Thank you, the elite one percenters. Auto loan debt, all-time record high. Credit card debt, all-time record high. There was one other form of debt, though, that wasn't an all-time record. As a matter of fact, it went to a four-year low. We'll talk about that next. The old bait and switch, right? Let's promise them all of the things we're offering are the greatest things. It's like sliced bread. Well, we know, in fact, they'll never recover. Think about Tudor Jones. It's like he believes anything he says. You know, maybe he does now. Maybe, you know, he's already a billionaire. If I was a CEO, which I'm not, I would be asking how many of my employees make a living wage. Yeah, that'd be about none. That'd be about none. Hey, I know, before we buy back billions of dollars of stock, why don't we give some to the employee? Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, whoa, wait, whoa. Calm it down there. I mean, our stock price will go down if we if we did that. The stock prices are this high because they're fleecing you. Period. And then they lie about it. Cannot, you can't run from the, from the numbers. He, you know, Tudor Jones even said, obviously, look at since 1985. We are clearly on the wrong path. Clearly. Oh, he's right. He's so right. Get ready. That's all I'm going to tell you. I, 50, 60, 70%. Decline in stocks, it's coming. How do I know? How do you know this? Go back throughout history. You don't even have to use U.S. history. Pick, pick a country's history. When the inequality gets to this point, this is what happens. So I was talking about consumer debt. Student loan, all-time record. Well, you got to go to college. It's sad. It really is. I mean... So it's one almost one point five trillion dollars. And you're hearing all these horrible stories, people uh, that are in their sixties and seventies and still got student loans. Just, that part's just getting started. Auto loan debt skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. Now people are worried about credit card. They're maxed in, they're getting maxed out. By the way. Auto loan repos, yeah, rising. Hmm. A lot of this. Stuff. Let's see. Farm bankruptcies rising. Uh, auto repossessions rising. Remember, though, I told you there was one category that went down. According to the New York Federal Reserve's 
own data. The only category that saw a decline, home loans. Home loans fell to the lowest levels in over four years. In other words, the borrowing by the consumer to buy a home at a four-year low in falling. We all know why. Can't afford one. Right? What do you think is going to happen? The bottom 90% of the people in the United States can't afford to buy a home. Can't afford to pay their car. Can't afford to keep their farm. Oh, but we got 7 million jobs. Yeah, they're part-time. They don't pay a livable wage. They haven't been paying livable wages since the 80s. How big is your number? That's the wrong question, ladies and gentlemen. How much does your number weigh? That is the real question out there. U.S. $20 Liberties, 1 through 9, 1385. 10 or more, 1375. Whatever's left on the quarters and the dimes, listen, you're paying like $1.75 over spot, $125 on a roll of quarters, $62.50 on a roll of dimes at 800. 9510592 Oh by the way I I, did, I just saw this too Payless shoe stores you know they just filed bankruptcy I don't know 6 8 9 months ago filing bankruptcy again this may be the end this time uh unsure whether it is going to be a complete liquidation they filed for bankruptcy uh at the end of 2017 it is now unclear, will, will it be a Chapter 11 or a Chapter 7 liquidation? Don't worry. Everything's fine. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. When we get back in the last segment, I will tell you what Italy is talking about, they haven't done it, but what they're talking about when it comes to gold, the Italian, hey, listen, the whole world's this way. Everybody's had enough. Everything costs too damn much. Right? We lost all those manufacturing jobs, not because of NAFTA and GATT, because that was just about getting their stock price to go higher. <laughs> right? We lost it because we allowed the central bank to make our money worthless. That's what it is. Right? A, a new pickup truck's over 50000 And I'm, t- I'm not even a loaded one. Fifty grand. In 1971, 50 grand, you could buy two houses and four cars for 50 grand. Final segment coming up. Final segment, as I stated earlier in the broadcast, China once again 
adds to its gold holdings, adding another uh, just under 12 metric tons in January, 10 metric tons in December, right? The Russians are adding 20 metric tons a month. You, you get the idea. The Italians, which I'm an Italian. One of these days, I'll tell you the whole story. One day after Italy's deputy prime minister, and he's the leader of the League Party, called for the elimination of Italy's central bank and the country's financial regulator, saying that the two institutions should be reduced reduced to zero, more than changing one or two people Reduced to zero that the fraudsters who inflicted issues on Italian savers should end up in prison for a long time. Boy, boy, here you go. This is what happens. Not to be outdone, Italy's de facto leader, Matteo Salvini, shocked. Brussels and Frankfurt when he raised the possibility of Italy seizing the gold reserves away from the central bank, stating the gold is the property of the Italian people, not of anyone else, according to the Financial Times. The comments were seen as threatening the independence of Italy's central bank. You think so? See, the gig's almost up. Again, throughout history, read a book. Get a book out. How about this one? The Curse of Cash. One of the great central bankers and central planners, Ken Rogoff. Hey, guess what happens to fiat money? Goes to zero. How many times? Four out of five, like Dentine? No. Or is that Trident? I don't know which gum it is. Every time. And it looks like that time is coming very, very quickly. Uh, by the way, uh, the a bill was floated out uh, by Italian lawmakers to pass legislation stating the gold holdings Belong to the state. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. And hey, listen, you know, we learn a lesson from Venezuela. Why do you think, now I know why all these countries are bringing their gold home. Right, look look at Venezuela. Right, the Bank of England, they won't give them the gold. Hey, that's that's our gold. Give it no, we don't like you. We don't like you. You don't get it. Put it where only you know where it's at. 800-951-0592. Listen, I know plunge protection team out in force they need to be. Listen, they're battling to try to preserve the great wealth machine that they've created for only themselves. Boy, gold sure is making a move, though. I know not yet on the uh, dollar side of things, but just in general. 
800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back for a hump day tomorrow. Come back if you can take it.